Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign and Brett Burkhardt are off today. As we've been reporting, tomorrow will officially mark one year since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and removed federal abortion protections in the Dobbs decision. That left it up to states to decide whether to allow abortions. Many states in the South and Midwest chose to outlaw it altogether or put extreme restrictions on it, whereas here in California, abortion is still legal. For more on this, we are joined live in studio with our own Raquel Maria Dillon. She's been reporting on this extensively in her four-part series that aired this week. I'm so glad you could come in and talk to us all. Here in the Bay Area, we see the abortion debate through a unique lens. How did that shape your reporting? Right. Well, we live in an area where the majority of people believe that abortion should be a right and people should have access to reproductive health care and abortion care. And that's true statewide, but not to the same degree. Voters approved a statewide ballot proposition last November uh, that put the right to an abortion in the state constitution. Two thirds of the voters uh, voted in support of that uh, proposition. In California, there are more protections for abortion than before. This was a reaction uh, of the Democratic-controlled legislature and the governor to Dobbs and other developments across the country. But we should acknowledge two things. Many Californians, many people in the Bay Area believe that abortion is wrong uh, and should be regulated by the state. And also, access to abortion is is good here in the Bay Area. There are many clinics um, and many experts, but it's not so great in other parts of the state. If you're in Los Banos or Shasta or El Centro, you might face a lot of challenges trying to get to a clinic. Also, California is sort of far from the action on this. It's states like Illinois and Kansas and New Mexico where clinics are dealing with an influx of people from states where abortion is now banned. So here in the Bay Area, activists, doctors, they're playing a supporting role. Talk about that because you found a doctor who was affiliated with the proposal for the abortion ship who was leaving the state to help others. Yes, I talked to a lot of doctors. One of them uh, is Dr. Meg Autry. She is uh, the the person who came up with the idea of this abortion ship. And um, she's been working ever since in the past year, even before the Dobbs decision, um, to get this idea funded. So far, no dice. Foundations are not interested in owning, buying a boat, especially because they don't really, they believe that this uh, this idea being offshore, that the state laws that ban abortion would not apply. Um, but there are still questions and they are not willing to fund that project. On the other hand, she's gotten tons of uh, donations from individual donors, small monthly donations. So the money is still coming in. It's just that it's about half a million and they need like 10 million. 
for folks who are just listening now, our own Doug Sovereign broke the news last year uh, about a proposal to float a ship offshore international waters to provide abortions. And, and you were telling us that the funding still has a way to, to go. Correct. Dr. Autry, in the meantime, has also taken a second job, taken a new job in Fresno, which is one of the places where it is harder to get abortion access in California. And she is dedicated to training residents um other MDs in the Central Valley so that people across the state have access. The other doctor that I spoke with uh, is another UCSF doctor, and she is an obstetrician, gynecologist, delivers babies, pulls 24-hour shifts, and then she goes straight to the airport and gets on an airplane to Wichita, Kansas, where she works for a couple of days in an abortion clinic there that has just seen demand for abortions skyrocket. Now, you mentioned that the abortion battle, it's, it's not on the forefront here in the Bay Area. A lot of the action happening in southern and midwestern states. But you found that doctors and activists here in the Bay Area are playing a key role when it comes to training? Yes. Um, a, a lot of the doctors I spoke with are working really hard to train both OBGYNs and also nurse practitioners, general surgeons. There is in reaction to the restrictions on abortion across the country, more interest from um, medical practitioners who want to know, to want to have this in in their repertoire, to be able to deal with an, a, a high-risk pregnancy or um, a pregnancy that is not going to end well. And um, there is more interest, in, and this is sort of a movement in the abortion rights community to get abortions out of clinics so they're they're not sort of siloed there doctors especially they see this as part of you know cradle to grave this is a stage in people's lives and um they want to be able to provide it to their patients whether that's a a traditional aspiration abortion or the um, abortion pills that are so common these days I'm glad you brought that up because I was surprised to learn a year ago tomorrow, last year, uh, on the anniversary, that medication abortions make up, what, close to 50% of abortions that occur nationwide. Exactly. This was something that happened during the pandemic when everyday clinics, um, you know, your family doctor, they were trying to keep people at home. So telemedicine, it, it, they knew it was safe. Uh, these pills are very safe. Uh to prescribe these pills uh, over a, a video visit and have people take them at home. And then it just happened all over the place. So I, you know, some of the epidemiologists I spoke with said that this is the future. This is where things are going. And when you look at it from an individual's point of view, it makes a lot of sense. I, I think it really is up to you, uh, up to an individual, whether you want to go through the inconvenience and discomfort of an invasive procedure or take a pill that involves cramping and and bleeding and discomfort. But I think the the big difference is privacy and convenience. And, you know, these are private things. People don't want to go talking to, uh, you know, walking into an office and that kind of thing. So having those pills sometimes delivered through mail order a couple days after your appointment, it's very convenient. You had people tell you their abortion stories. Was it hard? Yes and no. I anticipated that it would be difficult. Uh, these are so personal, these issues, these experiences. Um, I, I am not a dedicated health reporter. Uh, I have been covering abortion issues throughout my career. 
but I know that these are just intimate things to discuss. But it turns out people came to me. I was in a medical office doing interviews for this story that and and someone just came to me and said, I want to talk to you. I didn't realize at first I felt sort of silly. I was like, and what what's going on? But she told me this whole story about um, being in Mexico, where her family is from, uh, staying um, and and going through the realizing she was pregnant and going to find an abortion, how her father supported her, and how it was just the wrong time in her life. She was going to medical school in Mexico, and now she's uh, studying to take her medical boards here. And, you know, looking on it nine years later, it was uh, generous of her to tell me that story. You could tell that it was still meaningful to her. And um, these women came out of the woodwork to share their stories. The Goodmacher Institute in New York, a think tank that studies reproductive rights, they say one in four women will have an abortion before the end of their childbearing years. So those stories are out there. And you captured some really good ones. They are available in a four-part series that's been airing on KCBS. If you missed it, good news. You can go to kcbsradio.com. You can also find it on the Odyssey app. You need to download the app on your smartphone and favorite KCBS radio. The stories are posted on the on-demand section. You can also find State of California programs that way, too. You can find them on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcast. Raquel Maria Dillon, thank you very much. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.